Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to Sound Sleep, a storytelling podcast with curated audio specifically designed to improve the quality of your sleep. I'm your host, Adam. Thanks for joining me. Did you know there are even more stories in the Sound Sleep premium feed? Well, you can support this podcast and listen to ad-free episodes, bonus episodes, and get early releases, all for just a dollar a week. Subscribe from either Apple Podcasts or Supercast, and listen directly in your favorite podcast player. It's quick and easy. Go to soundsleeppodcast.com or look in the show notes for more information. And thanks so much for your continued support. This next story was so much fun to read. I hope you enjoy it too. If you'd like to tell me what you think, feel free to let me know with a review and a rating. Or send me a message on Instagram or in the Facebook group. I truly love to hear from you. Looking for even more stories to listen to and fall asleep with? Check out one of my favorites, Dreamful. Jordan has an amazing selection of the best stories and perfectly pairs them with music that she personally selects. You'll be snoozing in no time to Pride and Prejudice. The Wonderful Wizard of Oz or you could easily get hooked on her 12-part Constellation series. Check out Dreamful wherever you listen to podcasts.
This episode is sponsored by Coach Me Greg. If you're like me, you have a lot of big ideas and plans. You want to be productive and get fulfillment out of your life. And if you're like me, you may feel like sometimes you need a little help to be your best, to keep you on target and motivated so you can achieve what you set out to do. So if you're like me, well, then you should go to coachmegreg.com. I've received tremendous value from working with Greg. He's easy to talk with and there's no judgment. I can count on him to help me find the best solution and schedule. He makes everything very easy and I find it very helpful to have someone I can trust working with me and rooting for me as I try to get the most out of life that I can. Go to coachmegreg.com. Schedule your free consultation today. Take a moment to get comfortable and tune your awareness into your breath. Feel a sense of expansion on each inhale and a feeling of release on every exhale. Really allow yourself to notice the sensations that are associated with your breath. If thoughts come and go, that's totally fine. Don't judge yourself. Just allow them to pass and turn your attention back to your breath and to the words you are hearing. Take a deep breath, filling your ribcage, feeling the expansion, and when you are ready, exhale with a sigh. As we begin our story, continue with a few more deep breaths, preparing your mind and body to be ready for a peaceful and sound sleep. and her brother. Once upon a time, there were two orphan children, a little boy and a little girl. 
their father and mother were dead. And they had not even an old grandfather to spend his time in telling them stories. They were alone. The little boy was called Venushka. And the little girl's name was Elenushka. They set out together to walk through the whole of the great wide world. It was a long journey they set out on, and they did not think of any end to it, but only of moving on and on, and never stopping long enough in one place to be unhappy there. They were traveling one day over a broad plain, padding along on their little bare feet. There were no trees on the plain, no bushes, open flat country as far as you could see, and the great sun up in the sky, burning the grass and making their throats dry, and the sandy ground so hot that they could scarcely bear to set their feet on it. All day, from early morning, they had been walking, and the heat grew greater and greater towards noon. Oh, said little Venushka, my throat is so dry. I want a drink. I must have a drink. Just a little drink of cool water. We must go on, said Alanushka, till we come to a well. Then we will drink. They went along on the track with their eyes burning and their throats as dry as sand on a stove. But presently, Vanushka cried out joyfully. He saw a horse's hoof mark in the ground, and it was full of water, like a little well. Sister, sister, says he, the horse has made a little well for me with his great hoof. And now we can have a drink. And oh, but I am thirsty. Not yet, brother, says Alanushka. If you drink from the hoof mark of a horse, you will turn into a little foal. And that would never do. I am so very thirsty, says Venushka. But he did as his sister told him, and they walked on together under the burning sun. A little farther on, Venushka saw the hoof mark of a cow, and there was water in it, glittering in the sun. Sister, sister, says Venushka, the cow has made a little well for me. And now I can have a drink. 
Not yet, brother, says Alnushka. If you drink from the hoofmark of a cow, you will turn into a little calf, and that would never do. We must go on till we come to a well. There we will drink and rest ourselves. There will be trees by the well and shadows, and we will lie down there by the quiet water and cool our hands and feet, and perhaps our eyes will stop burning. So they went on farther along the track that scorched the bare soles of their feet, and under the sun that burned their heads and their little bare backs and their little bare necks. The sun was high in the sky above them, and it seemed to Vanushka that they would never come to the well. But when they had walked on and on, and he was nearly crying with thirst, only that the sun had dried up all his tears and burnt them before they had time to come into his eyes he saw another footprint. It was quite a tiny footprint, divided in the middle. The footprint of a sheep. And in it was a little drop clear water, sparkling in the sun. He said nothing to his sister, nothing at all. But he went down on his hands and knees and drank that water, that little drop of clear water, to cool his burning throat. And he had no sooner drunk it than he had turned into a little lamb. A little white lamb, said Marusha with a black nose, said Vanya. A little lamb, said old Peter. A little lamb who ran round and round Alanushka, frisking and leaping with its little tail tossing in the air. Alanushka looked round for her brother, but could not see him. But there was the little lamb leaping round her, trying to lick her face. And there in the ground was the print left by the sheep's foot. She guessed at once what had happened and burst into tears. There was a hayrick close by, and under the hayrick Alanushka sat down and wept. The little lamb, seeing her so sad, stood gravely in front of her. But not for long, for he was a little lamb, and he could not help himself, however sad he felt. He had to leap and frisk in the sun 
and toss his little white tail. Presently, a fine gentleman came riding by on his big black horse. He stopped when he came to the hayrick. He was very much surprised at seeing a beautiful little girl sitting there, crying her eyes out, while a white lamb frisked this way and that and played before her, and now and then ran up to her and licked the tears from her face with its little pink tongue. What is your name? says the fine gentleman. And why are you in trouble? Perhaps I may be able to help you. My name is Alanushka, and this is my little brother, Venushka, whom I love. And she told him the whole story. Well, I can hardly believe all that, says the fine gentleman. But come with me, and I will dress you in fine clothes, and set silver ornaments in your hair, and bracelets of gold on your little brown wrists. And as for the lamb, he shall come too, if you love him. Wherever you are, there he shall be, and you shall never be parted from him. And so, Alanushka took her little brother in her arms, and the fine gentleman lifted them up before him on the big black horse, and galloped home with them across the plain to his big house not far from the river. And when he got home, he made a feast and married Alanushka, and they lived together so happily that good people rejoiced to see them, and bad ones were jealous. And the little lamb lived in the house, and never grew any bigger, but always frisked and played, and followed Elenushka wherever she went. And then one day, when the fine gentleman had ridden far away to the town to buy a new bracelet for Alanushka. There came an old witch. Ugly she was, with only one tooth in her head, and wicked as ever went about the world, doing evil to decent folk. She begged from Alanushka and said she was hungry. And Alanushka begged her to share her dinner. And she put a spell in the wine that Alanushka drank, so that Alanushka fell ill. And before evening, when the fine gentleman came riding back, had become pale, pale as snow, and as thin as an old stick. My dear, says the fine gentleman, what is the matter with you? Perhaps I shall be better tomorrow, says Alanushka. 
gentleman rode into the fields, and the old hag came again while he was out. Would you like me to cure you? says she. I know a way to make you as well as ever you were. Plump you will be, and pretty again, before your husband comes riding home. And what must I do? says Alanushka, crying to think herself so ugly. You must go to the river and bathe this afternoon, says the old witch. I will be there and put a spell on the water. Secretly you must go, for if anyone knows whither you have gone, my spell will not work. So Alanushka wrapped a shawl about her head and slipped out of the house and went to the river. Only the little lamb, Fanushka, knew where she had gone. He followed her, leaping about and tossing his little white tail. The old witch was waiting for her. She sprang out of the bushes by the riverside and seized Alanushka and tore off her pretty white dress and fastened a heavy stone about her neck and threw her from the bank into a deep place so that she sank to the bottom of the river. Then the old witch, the wicked hag, put on Alanushka's pretty white dress and cast a spell and made herself so like Alanushka to look at that nobody could tell the difference. Only the little lamb had seen everything that had happened. The fine gentleman came riding home in the evening, and he rejoiced when he saw his dear Alanushka well again, with plump pink cheeks and a smile on her rosy lips. But the little lamb knew everything. He was sad and melancholy and would not eat, and went every morning and every evening to the river, and there wandered about the banks and cried, Ba, ba, and was answered by the sighing of the wind and the long reeds. The witch saw that the lamb went off by himself every morning and every evening she watched where he went and when she knew she began to hate the lamb and she gave orders for the sticks to be cut and the iron cauldron to be heated and the steel knives made sharp she sent a servant to catch the lamb 
and she said to the fine gentleman who thought all the time that she was Alanushka, It is time for the lamb to be killed and made into a tasty stew. The fine gentleman was astonished. What? says he. You want to have the lamb killed. Why, you called it your brother when first I found you by the hayrick in the plain. You were always giving it caresses and sweet words. You loved it so much that I was sick of the sight of it. And now you give orders for its throat to be cut. Truly, says he, the mind of a woman is like the wind in summer. The lamb ran away when he saw that the servant had come to catch him. He heard the sharpening of the knives and had seen the cutting of the wood and the great cauldron taken from its place. He was frightened and he ran away and came to the river bank where the wind was sighing through the tall reeds. And there he sang a farewell song to his sister, thinking he had not long to live. The servant followed the lamb cunningly and crept near to catch him and heard his little song. This is what he sang. Alanushka, little sister, they are going to slaughter me. They are cutting wooden sticks. They are heating iron cauldrons. They are sharpening knives of steel. And Alanushka, lamenting, answered the lamb from the bottom of the river. Oh, my brother Ivanushka, a heavy stone is round my throat. Silken grass grows through my fingers. Yellow sand lies on my breast. The servant listened and marveled at the miracle of the lamb singing and the sweet voice answering him from the river. He crept away quietly and came to the fine gentleman and told him what he had heard. And they set out together to the river to watch the lamb and listen and see what was happening. The little white lamb stood on the bank of the river weeping so that his tears fell into the water. And presently he sang, Alanushka, little sister, they are going to slaughter me. They are cutting wooden sticks. They are heating iron cauldrons. They are sharpening knives of steel. Alanushka answered him, lamenting, from the bottom of the river. 
for my brother Ivanushka. A heavy stone is round my throat. Silken grass grows through my fingers. Yellow sand lies on my breast. The fine gentleman heard, and he was sure that the voice was the voice of his own dear wife. And he remembered how she had loved the lamb. He sent his servant to fetch men and fishing nets. And nets of silk. The men came running, and they dragged the river with fishing nets, and brought their nets empty to land. Then they tried with nets of fine silk, and as they drew them in, there was Alenushka, lying in the nets, as if she were asleep. They brought her to the bank. And untied the stone from her white neck, and washed her in fresh water, and clothed her in white clothes. But they had no sooner done all of this than she woke up, more beautiful than ever she had been before. Though then she was pretty enough, God knows. She woke. And sprang up, and threw her arms round the neck of the little white lamb, who suddenly became once more her little brother, Venushka, who had been so thirsty as to drink water from the hoof mark of a sheep. And Venushka laughed and shouted in the sunshine. And the fine gentleman wept tears of joy, and they all praised God, and kissed each other, and went home together, and began to live as happily as before, even more happily, because Vanushka was no longer a lamb. But as soon as they got home. The fine gentleman turned the old witch out, out of the house, and she became an ugly old hag, and went away to the deep woods, shrieking as she went. And did she ever come back again? Asked Ivan. No, she never came back again. Said old Peter. Once was enough. And what happened to Vanushka when he grew up? He grew up as handsome as Alenushka was pretty, and he became a great hunter. And he married the sister of the fine gentleman, and they all lived happily together, and ate honey every day. With white bread and new milk.